Yeah, so thank you for taking your entire afternoon to watch this quick, according to Jay McInnes video. When I was like, how many points did you pick? 45. And I'm glad- you should have read it! We could do it again. We should, because that's fucking painful. 21 points, that's in half. Okay, let's do this again. Welcome back, guys, to take two. Uh, thankfully, we will not put you through the abysmal 40-minute drool that Jay McInnes was just on. So, this is the new and improved video. As we all know, last week um, on Saturday, early hours of Sunday morning, I think, it was announced that Ken Sim was the majority winner all across Vancouver and everything. A widely, widely swept um, majority for ABC Vancouver and Ken Sim uh, decimated the competition. Last week we spoke about some of, well, we spoke about all of the different parties' potential policies should they get elected. Uh, and now we're gonna go in and break down some of the more specifics that we maybe got onto a little bit last week or didn't get onto at all um, and what this looks like for Vancouver. Yes. So. Thank you for that important agreement. You didn't even let me speak yet. Um, there's a 94 point plan. I had a 42 point plan of my own to highlight and after the last 30 minutes of bliss that we just went through, I've been voted out and now down to a 21 point plan. Okay. So we're gonna run through his points of reference and our top plan. We're gonna leave a link to the platform, which is at ABC Vancouver, uh, so you can read the entire 94 points if you need to. So the interesting thing of these, some are surprising, some are not. Uh, we've left out the points that we made in the last video, uh, not to double up on any of that. So without further ado, we're gonna start. The reconciliation. Uh, was the first point. IBC commits to regular joint council meetings with all three of the nation's leaders before making, I guess, decisions at whatever wide range they're dealing with. Uh, equity, uh, diversity, and inclusion. Main point here, they will be ensuring future bylaws are reviewed through an equity lens uh, and further commit to conducting a review in the first 100 days of all major city bylaws to yeah. that regard. I think these are two large points as well because there's been a lot of talk of Ken Sim being the conservative candidate, if you will, after Kennedy Stewart was the NDP side of things. Yep. And a lot of people get confused or mix up, partly because of the news and the media, conservatives and the far right down in the US with conservatives here in Canada, and they are vastly different. I mean, we're, conservatives overall here in Canada are far more progressive. Um, so these are elements that are put into the plan because they are far more progressive. So if you're unhappy with Ken Sim because he's conservative, make sure you're unhappy with him based on his policies and what he's putting forward, not an association that you're tagging along to him because he's conservative and you're actually thinking about Republicans and Trump and all of that down in the States as well as the parties fundamentally are very different here in Canada than in the US. Yes. Again, thank you. Uh, social, supportive and non-market housing, some aspects that we didn't talk about last time. Um, Pre-identifying locations in the city where density bonuses can be given to developers to accommodate uh, non-market housing, mm -hmm. which is nice and appealing, of course. Uh, and of course, 
the second one being they will negotiate with federal and provincial governments to remove GST, PSD, and other development and construction impacting taxes like property transfer tax for purpose-built rental housing, social housing, and supportive housing. So they're gonna alleviate those tax layers uh, for developers to build these things, which only makes sense if you're building for the city, then you're taxing, taxed by the city to build for them. That's a little backwards, I would say, but those are gonna be lifted. Well, one of the, uh, one of the topics that, to be honest, all of the candidates really spoke about was, or most of the candidates was motivating developers to come in and to build and to develop. And you've said this before, when it's rebates, it adds another layer of red tape to it because you have to pay it and get it back and so on and so forth. Um, this is looking at the aggregate supply and from an economic standpoint, they're helping with basically reducing the cost to developers in order to free things up so they can actually build more of the properties in which they need to, to genuinely help uh, Vancouverites and what we need, which is more supply, particularly in rentals. Yeah, and I think it also speaks a lot to them that they're eliminating and again, I wanna re-emphasize that, not rebating. We mm -hmm. hear a lot in another section, carbon tax, you're gonna be rebated on that. It's just adding layers of bureaucracy. So this way, I think it's a, it's a, big, it's a big show that they're actually trying to streamline, which mm -hmm. a lot of their policies are doing so. Uh, market housing, uh, they will refocus development fees to support the creation of a greater supply of affordable rental housing stock in the city. So more money directed back to that that's already coming in from the development of everything else, I take it? Yep. Um, next. Yes. Oh, thank you. Next, uh, public safety, mental health, and community wellness. Um, this is interesting. His attack on the downtown east side and getting it kind of fixed as quickly as possible is the emphasis here, of course. They will hire 100 new police officers and 100 new mental health nurses uh, to approach the community policing um, with an expansion of the successful VPD Health Authority-led program of CAR 87, which version one of this video had a detailed explanation of, but I'm gonna let you Google that. Maybe yourself. just tell us what it is not detailed. It's a compilation of police with uh, mental health, basically mental health nurses going down and when they do their sweeps of the downtown east side, they then have the police authority and the health authority with Perfect, them. that's it, great example. Great definition. A lot definition. more I can say, but yeah. <laughs> um, majority will work. This is an interesting one. I think this that whole defund the police and all that notion that we saw after the Black Lives Matter stuff in the States, they kind of came up here as well, of course. Uh, they will work with the VPD to enable body cameras on all police officers on patrol by 2025. I don't know why that has to take three years to buy cameras, but I, I hope, I would assume that would give a bit more peace of mind to the public that the police are doing the right thing. Um, transparency, accountability, and good governance. ABC Majority will ask the provincial government to oversee a City of Vancouver lobbyist registry. Always interesting. You look into lobbying down in the States, it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, economic, sports, art, and culture. This is also a big one. Um, they will work with festival and event industry to identify and fix the blockage of red tape. Uh, they will create a nightmare. Nightmare. That'd be a sweet title. Night I should be a nightmare. Nightmare? Yeah. Not a night, not like you go to sleep and you have a nightmare. Nightmare? Yeah, I'm sure they get I that. didn't, because I thought you said nightmare. Nightmare? A nightmare to advocate for the night economy. 
which I think everyone can uh, agree that we need a lot more night economy. Yeah, we ironically, I just saw a daily hive. I think it was daily hive, so I don't mean to drop the minute, but we have one of the top nightlifes in Canada. Absolute lie. Apparently. So if we are the top nightlife, this country is doomed. They must have asked Timmins, Ontario, <laughs> Lethbridge, Alberta, Okotoks, Alberta, and Vancouver. And we're probably still second or third out of that list. But uh, yeah, I think for the longest time, Vancouver has kind of been in this weird middle ground of are we a, a global city? We kind no, of want to be, not. but we want to have the local greatness to us as well. And they couldn't really decide. And it was this push-pull thing. And this is actually moving things in the right direction. We're a one night, of the most awesome cities in the world. A nightmare. Yeah. I'm going to apply for that. You're never going to get it. I'm going to walk around with this on the streets during my nights. You're gonna, that's more of an anchor or a journalist, not a not a... Nightmare. I'm going to be directing and I'm going to be reflecting to the world what's going on at night here. So you're going to be journalist. okay. You're going to be a hippie journalist. A hippie. Reflecting. Uh, anyway, continue, please. I will commit to renewal of the central downtown waterfront, revitalize Granville Entertainment District, accelerate redevelopment of Hastings Parks, and expand on a number of equitable locations of sports fields around the city around the city. So they're gonna put a lot of emphasis on events, uh, live events, getting things more bustling, if you will. There's that, and then of course, looking after our local features, waterfront features and um, things like that, which is nice because it's always a bit of a trade-off. We've said this before, when you take areas like parks and green space and areas for trees and things like that, you're taking away potential real estate for other things like businesses or more properties. And that does entail lead to more expensive homes, things like that. However, there has to be a balance. Not everything is about real estate. What, what kind of city do you want to live in? Vancouver, we're known for being very green, if you will. There's a lot of nature around and people love that about the city. I love that about the city. And if you speak to Torontonians, hate that phrase, Torontonians coming to Vancouver and a lot of the West Coast, they always say we're a concrete jungle. It's the worst. We love coming out here and it's for that reason. So I'm personally all for it. I think that layer of culture would do us very good. There we are. Um, design planning and transportation. Majority will ensure design of neighborhoods to ensure and deliver a 15 minute city where services and amenities can be accessed by walking, reducing reliance on motorized vehicles and supporting aging in place. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a big one and people may not realize it as well because accessibility actually contributes a lot towards poverty. Uh, if you didn't know this, Jay. Uh, and people basically so feel like they're so in need to be around the services in which they need that they will spend themselves into poverty in order to be closer to those services and typically because they have no choice sometimes. Whereas if you make everything accessible within 15 minutes, you're gonna open up the door a lot more to essentially smaller communities being a lot more connected to everything. So people are not gonna have to are going to always have to want to live in the downtown core of Vancouver. You can live in other communities and get everything you need to. And then, yes, of course, it's going to reduce the amount of traffic on the roads, a problem that we have in Vancouver for sure. Um, so that's a multifaceted thing. So I like that. And I think that's going to work out well for when I move back downtown. You'll never move back downtown. Once the kids are grown, I'm you couldn't, back. You couldn't handle living back downtown. You couldn't handle it. 
you're a member of the farm now. You realize if you moved back downtown, you would have to wear something other than Crocs. What's wrong with Crocs? And tracksuit pants when you went outside no. at the house. Oh, that's a new thing. I'm, no. bringing, I'm bringing it with me. See what I mean? This is why you'd never last. No, 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 I wouldn't. I'm bringing it with me. You are farm orientated. You're, you live on the agricultural land reserve. Like this I is. don't, I should, because those taxes are very appealing. Set up a few blueberry bushes and you're good to go. Uh, the next one, the majority will partner with private and public sector employees in the city of Vancouver to launch a voluntary staggered workday program to reduce peak commute times. Never yep. heard of that before, interesting. I wondered if they were gonna creative over there. I, I wonder if they were gonna say something like the four-day work week, which is yeah. taken Europe by storm and stuff. Now, a lot of the times it's showing it's working. I mean, hey, if you put it into practice and it works, I mean, you can't, you don't want to fix something which isn't broken. Yeah, but that's what they said about working from home too. They're more productive, but there's negatives to that as well. Yeah. So it depends. What there's there's trade-offs for sure. So it'd be interesting to see what that happens. Again, that will help with traffic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of traffic, climate action and sustainability, they're going to plant 100,000 trees mm. in the city, mm -hmm. not in the f mountain, in the city. Mm -hmm. Okay. Majority will commit to, this is my favorite of the whole thing, daylighting at least one stream by the end of 26, 2026 and restoring it to its natural state. Okay, on the tree side of things first though, fun fact for you. Did you know that yes. hollybush will only grow? Never heard of it. That's something. It, it will only holly, like holly. Christmas holly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Will only grow like the red berry, like esque exterior if it's a male and a female planted together. Didn't know that. Anyway. Absolutely useless common sense. When it comes up in a trivial pursuit question or in a pub quiz, you'll all be thanking me. Continue. Dudes will be thanking you. Um, daylighting a stream. I just like the sound of that. Daylighting a stream. Just ripping off all the concrete and watching it flow freely. So Cute basically you're saying we're going to be the next Venice. 100%. We're turning into Venice or Japan. This is amazing. 100%. I love this. Uh, they'll explore tax credits for people, residents, not people, residents who don't own cars. So I'm going to come in an electric scooter and not have any. Oh God, you and your Crocs on your electric scooter with the two pairs of tracksuit pants that you wear outside of the house. I got updated. <sighs> I have more now. This is a disastrous image. Childcare, a big one as we all know, mm -hmm. especially you in April. Congratulations. Thank you. Welcome thank you. to the world of women. Um, Oh, I follow up to that. I'm not going to say anything. We'll deliver 5,000 daycare spaces in the first four years, mm -hmm. which anyone with children that lives here will know will be very welcome. Very much appreciated. Crazy out there. Yeah. Um, Parks Board priorities um, building through, uh, sorry, fixing collapsing fields, parks, and buildings through an emergency restoration fund and uh, making it easier for events and performers and sports organizations to use parks and recreational facilities. Mm -hmm. A positive for the culture, the culture. Yeah, I, I, th I think there's a, if you go through the whole platform, you'll see there's a big emphasis on permits and wait times and- Streamline. Yeah, there's a general red tape that comes with government, um, which you're always gonna get to a certain extent, I think, Vancouver has been played with it more than the the usual city. It's really been a downfall of ours. And so it's nice to see, 
you know, an actual emphasis on the problems in which we're seeing a full like dive in and accountability of taking taking the pressures off and easing things that way. And there's a lot of aspects that I think we can all agree are issues with day-to-day -day life here. Mm -hmm. And he's attacking them, I feel, at the root with these. If it goes yep. ahead, is a whole other thing. But yeah. the outline is positive. Uh, school board priorities, this is the final point. Um, promote safer schools and communities by reinstating the school liaison officer program, which mm -hmm. I think is a very positive one. We had those when I was younger. Constable Pagazzi. And look how you turned out. Perfection. Lord Kitchener Elementary, Lord Bing Secondary. Uh, I won't get you started on the levels of secondary education, if you will. But we'll go back. Uh, school liaison officer, Constable Pagazzi, and his nickname was Constable Spaghetti. Spaghetti! So you know. It just makes it fun and you're, you're just safe. Like you know, these rough streets. Dunbar was a different place. It was rough. I made it through, but thanks to Constable Spaghetti. Last and but not least, more individualized learning support programs in financial literacy, coding, and sustainability. Mm -hmm. Huge and very ridiculous that this is, has to be a point on this platform to make happen because it just proves that schooling in the traditional sense needs to be updated. updated. But yeah, that's it. So that's the 90 four point program whittled down to a few key to points the 21 key points we'll put a link of course to the plan as uh, jay said i think uh, one of the key takeaways from this is the reason why ken sim got such an overwhelming victory or abc got such an over overwhelming victory is because they're actually resonating with what what vancouverites are seeing on the ground on a day-to-day -day basis and yep. the out of touch that you see from Kennedy Stewart, even in his concession speech, was he said that they had made an excellent they made excellent ground on the housing crisis since he'd been in power since 2018. And young man's a little delusional, I think. Yeah, I mean, you ask anyone on the street, they're not going to agree with you. If anything, the housing problems got worse. It's spread across the further points of the city. The city is even taking away COVID. It was vastly un unaffordable before then and wasn't trending in the right direction. That's both owning a home and rentals. And so it was just that complete lack of I just think resignation with with locals on what they're actually seeing, what they actually want to see. And I just think Ken Sim and the ABC group did a lot better at resonating and to be honest, actually tackling problems that we want to see tackled. Yeah, and I think as we know, as we've discussed countless times, um, when you're looking at the real estate market and when things are tightened and it makes things more expensive and things are loosened off as we compared to London and stuff a few weeks ago um, with regards to restrictions, you can either try and restrict or you can try and remove um, restrictions and red tape and they are complete opposite approaches. So I think mm -hmm. we're gonna get a very vastly different outcome with Ken Sam really showing that he wants to streamline, remove red tape mm -hmm. and, and really, again, hammer down wait times on everything. So I think that's gonna be a very positive approach and I'm waiting with bated breath. Well, I think it's not just you, but I think it's the rest of Canada as well, to be honest. There's a lot of uh, plans and points that he's put forth here that eyes from all over Canada are gonna be looking at and saying, okay, well, one, how does he put this into place? Two, how effective is it? And then three, what, what does Vancouver look like at the end of it? And that's going to be key because I think there's a lot of policies which may be adopted elsewhere if that's the case. I think if you're 
The NDP right now, provincially, you're a little bit worried um, because it was an overwhelming vote against their policies, really. Uh, Ebby's trying to get in and take the vacancy once Horgan is out. Uh, there was talk of him in 2023 calling another election for his own agenda. Uh, that may be discussed and looked at a little bit differently now because of the overwhelming support. He openly came out and gave his support to Kennedy Stewart as well. And when he was saying, he was like, I'm looking forward to working with him in the future, assuming that he was going to win. So I think that was a bit of a shell shock, the landslide that happened for ABC. So I think they're going to be worried. Um, as they rightfully should. So it's going to be interesting times with a lot of eyes on us, but hopefully, more importantly, just for everyday people like you and I, some really good changes. I hope they do get implemented. You know, words are great up until now. Now we need to see action. So if they do get implemented, we'll see what Vancouver looks like at the end of it. I think that wraps us up for this week. That wraps us up. And with that, please like, subscribe, follow for weekly videos, and we will see you in seven days. See you next week, guys. How long? 20 Yeah, I need emphasis on my scholastic career in the front end of the video because it's untouchable.